What is up, everybody? I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And, and we're, we're the Block, Block Bros. Not bad. Pretty good. It's like you just gotta swallow that bite, you know? You're like, fucking... Just gotta, <laughs> gotta eat that rest of this sandwich real quick. Get through it. <laughs> Every single time we, we think we do a good job with it, I go back and I listen to the episode, and it's just, like, not good. <laughs> no, uh, it's never uh, once been damn. good. <laughs> like, once we get one that lines up, we're just gonna, like, put it over all the beginnings and yeah. move our mouth, you know? like <laughs> Yeah, honestly, that'd probably be easier, but I also feel like it would lose part of the charm of, of us never being professional. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah. That's I the goal. Cool. That's the goal. Cool. Well, welcome to your least favorite podcast, uh, Block Bros, an indie game podcast. Uh, what did you do this week, Tom? Tell me all about it. Um, Been a pretty, you know, just basic week of tattooing, you know. I spent, like, most of it just doing, like, watercolor tattoos every day, and that was awesome. Other than that, it's been, like, me reading, like, uh, some Junji Ito manga and stuff, because it is the season you know yeah um yeah and i also picked up this little awesome piece that like is right from my home state in roseville whoever made it is awesome so i'm gonna do him a favor and use it right now so (laughs) (laughs) thank you for literally listening to this i guess like (laughs) um i I did some dumb shit this week. Um, as everyone who listens to this podcast probably knows, I'm uh, I'm unemployed. And by unemployed, I mean I'm a full-time streamer. That's the way I like to spin it. Uh, so I decided, you know, I used to do these these a lot of these crazy event streams every week or every month. And I was like, it's been a minute since I did a crazy event stream. So I got together with a, another streamer and another friend and another friend. And we did Edward 40 Hands live on Twitch. <laughs> And yeah. uh, it was a shit show. It was so much fun. Um, for the first time in my life, I threw up on camera. Um, and I've never, I also don't, vo- like, I, Tom can attest to this. I drink a lot and I don't vomit ever. Um, no, I I'm vomit. the one that vomits, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was <laughs> real bad. But uh, I don't know if you guys have ever played it or 40 Hands, but what it is is you put on the movie Edward Scissorhands and in the movie you know johnny depp has scissors essentially attached to his hands uh instead of that you duct tape 40s to your hands <laughs> the 40 ounce malt liquors um to each hand and you have to finish them before the movie is over and we implemented a whole bunch of other rules that like we added on um but the main rules for it are you have to keep them level you have to drink them both at the same time and keep the levels level and uh you can't use your hands at all and you're not allowed to pee and we also implemented, uh, we brought in one of our other friends to be a ref. And we also brought in, um, like, shot punishments and, like, just a bunch of stuff. It was a crazy night. Um, but anyways, I ended up finishing mine in a little under 50 minutes, which was, I was slacking. I wasn't going that hard. Um, I, got, I was first one done. But I actually, I, I, gave, my, I gave it up to my good friend Devin. Um, we went, I guess we did Mario Party rules where we were just like, you know what? A lot of other stuff happened, and a lot of other stuff were factors. So we're just gonna say that you won. <laughs> you get those bonus stars at the end, you know. That's like, what it yeah. felt like. It really yeah. felt like that. But it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely think I'd do it again. But honestly, it was uh, it was a lot more difficult than I expected. I was like out for like a day after that. Like I just didn't get out of bed for like a day. I wasn't even like that drunk. It's just like you basically just ate like two loaves of bread. <laughs> because <laughs> like 40 malt liquor is just straight bread that's what it, it's essentially just two loaves but it was it was a lot of fun uh i really enjoyed it um but with that being said that's what i did this week let's talk about uh the game that we are talking about today would you like to introduce it yeah we're gonna go as low as we can go and do the limbo <laughs> 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 the dumbest way I could introduce it, so I went with it. You know what? I loved it. I love it. I, I don't know. Is, is there like a limbo song that plays? Isn't there a limbo? There's like a yeah, limbo song, right? It's like it's like the. Uh, can I can I sing it? Like is I I, I don't see why not. But it's I don't... like the you know Jack go under limbo <laughs> stick. stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was one, like, you know, there like... has to be a limbo song. I vaguely remember, yeah. but like. When do you ever listen to a limbo song? Like literally ever. <laughs> the only uh, you only when you're doing the limbo, dude. And like, w- when's the last time you did the limbo? Because I can't remember. Fucking time I did 
<laughs> it's only at like middle school dances. <laughs> and I'm not allowed at those anymore. <laughs> Your uh, 20th class reunion. You know? There like, you go. Specifically the 20th one. You know? Anytime in the 90s. Uh, th- that's also another time you can do the limbo legally. Other oh, than roller that. rinks. Roller oh, rinks. Roller always. Rinks. Yeah, they always Classic. have limbos. Classic. <laughs> Which is like, if you think about it, that's like, that's gotta be like, making their insurance really high because imagine having like rollerblades on and then having to limbo <laughs> on yeah. a hard floor who invented that you're stupid bro <laughs> you just Children, for a lawsuit. rollerblades giant stick to the face you know what could go wrong <laughs> what could go wrong but we're talking about a game called limbo today which is absolutely uh, nothing like doing the limbo so. contrary to pop and believe totally different um uh you want to talk about uh, the the overview of limbo or do you want me to do uh, yeah, I can get into it a little bit. So um, this is kind of like a puzzle platform kind of game. You know, you're just platforming, doing puzzles at the same time. Kind of spells self-explanatory there. But it was uh, developed by Play Dead, uh, originally made for Microsoft and Xbox, you know. But of course, it's on PC and all that other jazz. But anyway, uh, it's kind of, um, like you said, it takes place in... Well, I like to call it just limbo because that's what this whole game kind of feels like you're locked in, you know, um, as you're playing an unnamed boy just kind of traversing through like this kind of dangerous environments. You know, you go from everywhere from these kind of forest scenes to city scenes, but like it really just has like that eerie kind of uh, feel, you know, Um, basically, though, like the developer almost made these puzzles to make you feel like you're going to fail in a way. Um, I know that sounds weird. We'll get into it more later, but it's like a trial and error kind of puzzle game, but like it makes you feel like you can work your way through these unworkable solutions. Right. And um, basically it's just a really cool kind of puzzle platform atmospheric kind of game you know definitely definitely and we'll talk about uh why it's so atmospheric and unique when we get into graphics and stuff but yeah i think tom pretty much nailed it it's it's a it's a uh noir-esque uh puzzle platformer and like you said you play you play a small boy going through various scenes um what, what i think is interesting is that the developers when they made the scenes uh actually based them off their own life so like mm-hmm. one of the main developers, um, I think his name was Jensen or last name was Jensen or something. Um, yeah. He based like a lot of it takes place in a forest. So he based those forests off of like his home, his forest by his house where he grew up. Um, or like there's a there's you run into a lot of creatures in the game. And uh, one of the main things you, you guys will notice, it's always if you ever look up this game, it's the first thing you see on the cover is uh, is a giant spider. And uh, he, he uh, apparently has arachnophobia. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it, bro. Like, yeah, the first level of this game kicked my ass. Like, I hated it. It so. was, yeah, it was pretty fucking terrifying. But, uh, yeah, it draws a lot of inspiration from uh, film genres like uh, noir films, and and that's mostly the art style of the game. But uh, I think we can move into the storyline, even though I don't think it's that much different than what we just talked about. But just in case. Storyline. I'll, I'll run the story a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's really not that much different than uh, what we just talked about with the gameplay. The reason that I think this game is so beloved is that there is no conventional storyline. Um, the way that it's told is through the game itself. There's no loading screens. There's no dialogue. Um, everything is presented in the game, which leaves it incredibly vague. Um, but essentially... People like to, and I'm going to try to do this without spoiling. I'm not going to tell you the end because the end's like a a big spoiler, but I will tell you a lot of quote unquote fan theories and things that have been like either confirmed or just like you can, it's, it's vague, but you can take out what you want from this game. And uh, basically the game is called limbo. So you can assume that you are on the edge of something Uh, in this game. Most people assume that you're playing through purgatory or you're on the edge of hell, you know, the edge of something um, and you're making your way through. Uh, But basically you just have to try to keep getting through the game to the end with progressively harder puzzles, uh, all with no storyline. And I think that's really interesting. And it, it made for a really fun playthrough the first time I played through it. Um, and we will talk about this more later, but like, it's also just like really gruesome and you really feel for the, the kid for some fucking reason too. <laughs> yeah. Like God, this game, even though there's no conceptual 
story to it you know you can draw elements from kind of what's going on to kind of feel like where you are and like the ending you'll kind of get like more of a feel but even the ending of this game is super you know open-ended without spoiling it because you know i i will give like four details and it's it's hard because that's like half the game because it's like you know a four hour long game yeah um but like it's it's really cool you know like just like the story like I don't know why it just it doesn't quite I mean I, I like the name limbo even because it feels like you know limbo it, like you said purgatory like you know it it doesn't quite feel like this game is hell but it's definitely far from heaven you know yeah <laughs> it definitely feels like uh like a conceptualization of purgatory um as you play through you, you'll definitely understand or as you if you watch this live or or hear us talk about the graphics I think you'll start to understand what we mean um so yeah, I, I think that there's there's an absence of direct narrative, uh, and it makes the game feel incredibly vague. But because it also is basically you're playing through pur- purgatory, the vagueness of it somehow amplifies the game itself, which is like a hard thing to realize when you're playing it because it might seem frustrating. But then you're just like, no, that kind of makes sense actually. <laughs> like, why would it be direct? You're in purgatory, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. One thing I kind of just like, and it's not even like a quite even story feature, but a lot of people just don't touch on it really is like the way like even the game starts out like it's not giving too much away just talking about environments, but the way like the game transitions from like a forest to almost like a city kind of scape like mm-hmm. that's a that's a really cool kind of like vibe, and I don't know why that gives off like such like. a a manner to me maybe it's because of like where i grew up in like the forest and working my way to the city kind of thing Mm -hmm. so it's like the beginning to like the end but i don't know it it really gave like a cool feeling in that sense and that's what i love about the story of how much is interpreted just by you you know yeah exactly and and uh i forgot what i was gonna say i also like in the beginning i mean it's the first scene you wake up with no like realization of who you are or why you're there or where you are or what your purpose is you just wake up in a forest and start running and like that's the game and like that's how i i feel like that's a really good way to uh to start the game and to get you in line with how the rest of the game is going to be because it doesn't explain anything from the beginning it doesn't explain anything in the middle and it doesn't explain anything at the end (laughs) right it just lets you take what you want from it which i think is a really powerful thing to do in a game um Especially with these graphics, but also the way that it's played, which we can talk about the graphics now. So let's just move into that. Graphics and art. And we'll pull this up on the screen really quick so that uh, if you are watching live, guys, we are a live podcast. We do broadcast to Twitch, Facebook, no, yeah, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube every Tuesday around 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So you want to see our pretty faces or what the game looks like without going and looking it up. That's what it looks like. It's on screen right now. So um i'm gonna let tom take this away but i i also have stuff to say about this <laughs> right yeah um i will say just welcome to like some nice neo kind of noir you know this game is entirely black and white it uses like effects from like you know the way it uses lighting and like the film grade effect in this game it makes it stand out so much more than any game i've kind of played this game it feels like it's it doesn't even feel like a game to me it feels like a moving you know piece of art it feels like you know its own kind of movie but not you know it feels more than that you know like i will say like the atmosphere that this game gives off is really just something in of itself like it's this game i wouldn't even associate some parts like with horror as much as the atmosphere just makes you feel dread you know just everything the way it's drawn to the way everything looks is just it it invokes that feeling and it comes across very well in an art sense you know like it's beautiful definitely i i fully agree um when i when i originally went to play this game because uh i played this game on stream as as i say with pretty much every game we've talked about i played this game on stream about a year ago and it was it was during spooktober last year and uh, the thing that drew me to it the most was the art style because i saw i it was like in my steam library i i get like a bunch of games every month for free or not for free for like a, a set rate from humble bundle 
um and and so like i get a lot of games i don't look at right away so i'll come back to it about a year later or whatever and i looked at the art style of this game and i was like i've never really seen a game like this um and it is very uh like tom will say it's it's full-on black and white and it's it's noir which um i everyone knows what like noir movies are like you've seen like I, I can't even think of any other. You know those old crime uh, private eye with a uh, you know there's two shots in me. One's whiskey and one's lead. You know, right. <laughs> like that. yeah, 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 like noir style. And like they 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 play it off really well because while this game you could do it completely without that, I think it really adds to like what Tom was saying to the to the atmosphere of of dread and just feeling like terrible, you know, scared, and and like the the scenes that you see in this game are gruesome and brutal and terrible like there's like a lot of the time you're gonna see a kid die in a really bad way (laughs) yeah they don't don't pull the punch on that which is is something i respect as well for for this style of game because like it could have just been like a, a cutesy little platformer but they really went for something different that i've never seen before and and the lighting and the background really just sell this game and make it just incredibly beautiful but really haunting it really sold purgatory for me. It really made me feel like a grace. This is what I imagined purgatory would be like, just like a grayscale forest, you know, <laughs> with shit everywhere. Yeah. I love the way they just made your character look and just, he's a solid black silhouette. Like you never see your face or anyone's face. Most creatures, most things in this game are a black solid silhouette as the foreground. And it just makes her such an interesting con contrast you know into what you normally see and added you know like i said previously with that film grain effect like if you if i'm talking like that you know anywhere from like the 20s to 50s you know film grain effect like with those black and white movies how you see that that's what this game looks like and that's why it's breathtaking to me I think it also like they couldn't have done it without adding um because like there's a really diverse background of of like uh sliding scales of gray and you know like you can see like those are hills those are trees but then they also put stuff into the foreground as well so it really makes it feel like a very 3d-esque game even though it's a 2d platformer um i wouldn't i i would put it on like the two point i'd almost put it on 2.5d but i they never directly said that so I, i don't think i should but it feels very um like a lot of 2D platformers feel flat and this one does not feel flat in the slightest to me when I played it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Do you have anything else to add about the the graphics? I mean, not really except it's just even like rewatching this is just like oh man. It's weird because it gives you like, I don't know. This game makes you feel for like a child's point of view as well like just like visually like i could go on and on about the graphics of this game but truly you should experience like just listening to how i'm saying this like it does not do it justice you know yeah it's a very like i said that the one thing that i i made me play this game just like outright without doing any research on it was was the graphics which is not usually something that i care a lot about like yeah i love to see it but like this was a very unique twist on a platformer mm-hmm. and and it looks it looks amazing you really just got to go look it up and, and check it out but with that being said let's move on to sounds and music sounds and music so this is a little bit more complicated because um sounds and music in this game are more of atmospheric sound effects than actual music um with that being said they're very, very, very well done. And I think that they, they really make the, the rest of the game. It lines up with everything else in the game. Like, like usually um, what we see from a lot of like platformers or other things is that if they make one thing really well, they skimp on something else. The graphics are amazingly done in this game. And while some people feel like the, the sounds of this game skimp because there's not like a lot of music or there's not a lot of sound effects, the stuff that you do get is really, really well done. And it's, I think that it's it's left purposely barren and vague because they want it to portray the same thing that the graphics do. That's how yeah. I felt about it. They want it to feel soulless. They want it to feel like a sound effect, like like not like a sound effect, like a, like that's what you would hear in this. You'd hear this echoey thump. You'd hear this creepy crawl. You know, you wouldn't hear like anything more than that and anything less because it's supposed to be notoriously vague. Yeah. 
like a lot of people like to argue that like there is no music in this game and it's only made by sound effects but i mean this guy like the guy who made this he graduated apparently from i don't know exactly what this is but it sounds really fancy his name was stig anderson but the royal academy of music in arth arhus and i'm like wow that sounds really (laughs) i i don't know exactly what that is but i'm like man I have never been to a royal college of anything. But, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even let me in the door, bro. Right? <laughs> um, but, like, it's described as, he described it as, like, an acoustomatic kind of music, in a sense, like, getting all technical term. I don't know. I think, like, the lack of almost music to, like, it almost fits how this game feels, you know? There isn't, like, a feeling of music, I think, that would portray it right, except for the way this guy made sounds in this game, you know? It just feels right. Yeah, exactly. It feels like... Like, like I feel like we're saying the same thing. It feels like the absence of sound is supposed to be there because it makes the sound that you do hear better or more more like uh you have to draw what you want from the circumstance instead of it just being told to you through music or sound like usually if you think about like other games uh like you know when a bad moment happens or when you're in a boss fight you know the classic boss battle mentality you know like oh there's boss music hell yeah we're about to get a boss fight in this fight or in this game when you're playing and something bad happens all you hear is the shink of like a bear trap closing and then that's it and the thump of your body falling over. Like, you don't get anything more than that, but it still tells such a, such a fucked up story at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, God, it's, like you said, the absence of sound. It makes it even scarier that there is no music, you know? I don't think there is a music I could think of right now, hauntingly, that would do it, like, justice, you know? Just, it's crazy how well they fit together in this. I think it was a really, really bold choice. And I think that um, for a lot of people, it's not something that they understand or love. But for me, I think that it, it really played. It really it, it showed through that it was a bold choice and I loved it. So, yeah. So congratulations, Martin Sting Anderson, a graduate of Royal Academy Music of Our House featuring aerostatic music. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the title you have yeah, there, bro. Yeah. I mean, good for you. I don't, I don't got to talk. Do we have to bow to you? Like, <laughs> I feel like we have to legally, honestly. Uh, right? Jesus. <laughs> uh, with that being said, let's move into features and content. Features and content. Um, just so everyone is aware, if you've ever been on the podcast before, features and content is everything. They're everything that we want to talk about with the game that doesn't quite fit in another category nicely. Um, odds are this will probably be a shorter episode than most. Mm-hmm. This was an incredibly short game. Um, yeah, a lot of which... games we talk about for longer are like 10 to 25 hours. This is literally a four hour game, pretty much. Like, so which I, I think that's a topic that I, I wanted to talk about. I don't even think we yeah. added it on the list, but that is something that I loved, like actually mm-hmm. loved about this game is how short it was. Um, It was it, it's just like when we talked about Little Nightmares, how it was like, you know, seven hours or whatever for the full game. This is yeah. four hours and it's good from start to finish. So like it's the perfect amount, of, especially like for me, because like I'm a streamer and my streams are usually four to eight hours. So like a four hour game that I loved all the way through perfect absolutely flawless for me loved every minute of it and it was very very uh well paced as well for me right yeah like it doesn't overstay you know it's welcome you know i feel like if it was you know it could probably be like another two hours and i still enjoy it you know but it really picked like a perfect kind of pace to go at you know nothing feels too long nothing feels too short it's just it's a good kind of game it's a great game to play around this time of year too. So definitely, yeah, and and with the uniqueness of it, I mean, it's a four hour game. You give her a rip. It's it's really fun. Yeah, like uh, that was something that wasn't even on the list. I just wanted to add in just because I feel like it's an important concept that it's it's four hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. This game. Yeah. It's. I think like there's like completionist kind of stuff to do, like random items to grab. You know, there's always collectibles in any video game no matter what but you know it's it's really only going to take you about an hour longer i think if you literally like saw and went out of your way and that's like going probably way out of your way and just 
spending your time just backtracking, looking at the screen everywhere than actually finding things, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, with that being said, what do you want to talk about? Ah, let me see here. Sorry, I was watching the video, and I don't know why, because it was literally the part with the spider, like, just <laughs> wrapping you up. That shit gave me a heart attack the first time I seen that. Um, Tom's afraid of spider. <laughs> I, I definitely am. And, like, just, like, with that, I just, like, want to talk off the bat. Like, I know it kind of counts in animation, but there are some deaths in this game. And what I what I mean that every death, no matter how little it is, is fucked up. And not just because like every death is literally a fucked up experience. It just adds to the effect that, oh, this is a child just experiencing every single one of these deaths, you know, and each one is fucked up to watch. Like every time in the first levels you get killed by a spider. And yeah. It fucks you up. Every spike that kills you fucks you up. The first time you drown is just like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> first time you drown. You will, because you can only breathe, apparently, for about two and a half seconds before you literally drown. He has. He apparently has no idea how to hold his breath, but... Um, 100%, it, yeah. But, yeah, those deaths are gruesome, man. They, they fuck with you they don't pull punches in this game, which is like something that I, I've, it shocked me. If I'm being honest, it shocked me. Um, and there were certain times where it was really funny too, which is like a more fucked up thing to say, because like, you know, like you'll be like doing a puzzle or something and you'll just be like, huh, I wonder what happens if I, if I move this over here and then you'll take like one step and then all of a sudden a bear trap will cut off your head. It'll swing and just cut off your head brutally. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's fucked up and that sucks. But also like, it takes you by, by shock and you just i sat there for a second like the first couple times it happened i just like started laughing and i was like that's awful that's like actually just really it takes like a really kind of fucked up person to think about this shit it's like saw-esque death <laughs> that's yeah. that's what I, that's one of the ones i was talking right there like i laughed when that happened <laughs> when when you jump on the rope and the bear trap falls on your head yeah like, fucked up occasionally you'll get that little bit of laugh other times you'll just when it takes me by surprise like those unexpected ones just make me go oh you know, like, yeah, fucking, that's the exact noise you will probably make like every single time. Like, oh, or if you die, I, I don't know. I've, I've died in some really like just dumb ways too in this game. Like a log fell on me slightly and I like I got crushed. But it, it, like the, the like I said, with the, the fact that it doesn't make a lot of noise in this game, when it hit, it made just like this like really hollow like thunk sound. And then the guy just died. And I was like, I just I died. I thought it was funny as hell. I don't know why, <laughs> yeah. but Recently, um, having a good time. Yeah, you'll get that laugh. You'll get that chuckle out of a few of these deaths, but some, some, some really get to. Yeah, I think it's it's this part. Yeah, it was this part that just like I'm wow, I'm like going along with it. Um, but what I was what I, I what I was gonna say is I fully agree with you that the the gruesome animations really um are part of this game that I think are incredibly necessary and really sell the game on a different level. It really makes you feel for your character. It really makes you feel for where you are in the game, what what the environment's trying to tell you, and wh why there's such a lack in sound and other things as well. Yeah. Like, I see where all the animation went, and it's just like, how how do we kill a kid differently, like, 240 different times? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> Animate it. Get, like, 15 people in a room and ask that question. <laughs> like, fucking... How do you get away with that? You know they're gonna have like flip books. Like fucking, how's this? Like, <laughs> great, looks great. Send it. <laughs> Send it down animation. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Awful, <laughs> terrible, disgusting. Love it. Um, but yeah, I think that the gruesome death scenes really—it uh, wouldn't be the same game without them because it—it it makes you have a consequence in a way that is unique. But also, um, you're never going to escape it. That's that's the main thing about this game that I think we, we need to talk about. Is a lot of platformer games, we talk about um, how you you have to like solve things and, and be smart and all that kind of stuff. Uh, in this game, this is one of the few games that I say with all certainty that you can die your way through. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's not me just saying that because I, I that's how I did it, like, it's almost expected. I mean, the developers literally, what did they call this game? A fucking uh, trial and death. Yeah. Trial and death experience, which is like a huge part of it, which a lot of people probably find incredibly frustrating. I mean, you, you want to talk about your experience with it, Tom? 
Yeah, I mean, personally, like, I mean, okay, I like that this game, that's the way it's supposed to be. But from my aspect in puzzles is like, I want to have a little bit of foresight, you know, and this game does not give you any like it's 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 expected you die and occasionally like i just get fed up with knowing that every single puzzle i'm going to every 10 feet i'm going to i know i'm probably going to die by some unforeseen like almost bs way sometimes and it like and just knowing that like you're gonna make like another step right but then you're after gonna you're gonna go up two steps back one every single time in this game that's the feeling you know and yeah. it's and you know it's gonna happen that that's what frustrates me you know yeah it's it's literally every puzzle they they want you to die and i feel like i feel like that was part of the experience that um made the game so good for me uh or at least, yeah. at least made the made the set because it, really it sells the setting it sells purgatory to me it really feels like purgatory because you're just dying and restarting and dying and restarting and dying and restart and it's not even uh when i say restarting i mean you literally start like two feet from where you just died so it's a very forgiving system of restarting it's not like it starts you at the beginning of the quote-unquote level because there is no level there's no cutscenes. you start like two feet from where you died so even though you die a lot and most of the time it's completely unavoidable for the first couple times uh it's forgiving in the way that it starts you right back where you just died and you're like i know what i'm supposed to do now right yeah it's at least there's a lot of checkpoints in this game you know Uh, occasionally you'll get a bit of a longer one but for the most part it's pretty forgiving with its checkpoints you know like i think it i think it has to be i really think it has to be forgiving because if it wasn't people wouldn't play it (laughs) like if, if it started you you know yeah, ten minutes back from where you were before, I I wouldn't with how much you die, I wouldn't play that. Like that that would suck. But uh, they do; they're really forgiving about it. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just it's just sometimes like about like a little bit in, I just I need a break from that. But I mean, personally, I know what they're going for, and they achieved it very well. It's just in my experience, it, it can be a bit more frustrating, but there, there, I still do like that. They went for that when a lot of games would not go for that, you know? Exactly. I, I completely agree with you. Like, um, I'm oh, sorry. You can tell Oh no, I was going to say like you figure out puzzles by dying, you know, like it's, I get it. I get it. It's just sometimes dying a million times. I can't do it. You know? Yeah. That's totally fair. Yeah. I, I had a, I feel like I, if I was playing this by myself, I probably would have had a, a rougher time with it. But because I was doing it on stream and everybody was giving me, like, pretty much every time somebody, when I got when I died brutally, there was some reaction from chat. Like, people were like, oh, my God, like, that's horrible. And, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, I know. Like, so, like, there, I think, like, having other people there, like, seeing the same thing you're saying takes the frustration away from it. I haven't played this solo, I'll tell you that. Um, So I have no idea. But I, I definitely feel like having other people witnessing it with you makes it, better yeah i could i could feel that like i feel like if there was a lot of people to talk to i'd have a lot better of a time than me just literally getting in my head about it you know yeah definitely and i think that's but it really it really does make it feel like purgatory like i I can't stress that enough it does feel like limbo like purgatory like hell you know like you're in between somewhere right God, just watching these deaths again, like, every time they pass by on the screen, really, yeah. just, it still, like, gets to me, you know, you forget how fucked up they are. But even, like, <laughs> watching, even, like, watching someone else play this game, like, they're doing the exact same things we're talking about, where they're dying, like, over and over and over again, but every time they're getting a little bit further, like, they're understanding, like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this, not that, I'm supposed to be doing this, not that, and, and it's really, it's really funny, because we're talking about it, and we're literally watching someone do it on the screen like that what they have to do to get by right i wonder if anyone's ever beat this game without dying you know like i don't care how many runs it took you but that would be wicked impressive I'm just yeah I would, I would be impressed with that too um and then another thing that we should talk about is just like uh the, the i mean there's a lot of platforming in this game it, it mm-hmm. is a platformer but yeah. uh it feels really personal uh and like the the physics of it feel really real for some reason yeah like it it really has the i think like the strength is really nailed because like you have like the perfect amount of strength as like 
this. I think he's supposed to be like around like a six year old kind of kid. I can't remember his exact age, but I feel like anywhere from that six to eight kind of you know range. It feels like you have the exact mobility and strength that a six to eight year old like would in this situation. Like, and for puzzle and platforming, that really plays to its strength a lot. Literally, yeah, like, you can, you can, it takes you a while to move anything, it takes you a while to outrun anything, like, you have to actually set up your success by yourself, which I think is a really cool feature as well. Right, yeah, like, the physics, the way everything feels weight-wise in this game, and the way, like, you pull on things and pull yourself up, like, it feels, it, it feels perfect for what it does, you know? Yeah, like if I want to roll a rock down a hill, it's it feels like I have to you know go up and and move it and and actually try to move it down the hill, not just like walking up and pressing a single button. Like it's it's actually it takes a second to to make you move it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like God, it just it nails it. Like I've never felt like a platformer where you know like you're kind of like. You know, usually you're you can jump like really high or really far, or you unlock things. In this game, like it, it perfectly like resembles that feeling of youth. You know that you're not you know powerful or anything like, but you can overcome these odds. You know, yeah, you're just literally trying to survive. Like that's that's the whole thing. You are trying to survive doing whatever you can to get out and and it, you really feel that way the entire game um you don't feel like when you play like uh you know hollow knight or dead cells or something you're not like a pro you're not like a protagonist where you're getting all these new abilities like thomas saying or like you know getting better you just have yourself and your six-year-old strength to get by <laughs> Yeah, it like really throws you in too. Like it doesn't hold your hand. There's a, I mean, not saying that like you know, this game needs a tutorial because it's literally like you know, a f two buttons. But like, it just that those two buttons really is really up to interpretation of your mind. It doesn't <laughs> like hold your hand with puzzle from day one. You know, I think I think that was the next thing I want to talk about. Yeah, for sure, is that the the puzzles are fucking hard. Oh yeah, like some of them. Um, the last one. I'm not, I'm not gonna go into exactly what it was, but um, I actually got so mad about the last puzzle that I gave up, and I didn't know I was on the last puzzle. I gave up, and I, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this, chat. I like, I left, and I came back the next day to literally do one puzzle, and then I ended the game in like five minutes. And I was like, Are you fuck? Like that was the last puzzle. Like I was so <laughs> angry about. It, but like there are certain puzzles in this game that are really, really hard, and you will not understand without like dying 70 billion times for me it was the last one fuck you last puzzle you know which one you are <laughs> yeah like there there definitely are a couple in this game and no matter what you're probably gonna if not die once to a puzzle die like quite a few times you know and some are just like okay i can think of one i died a lot to and one that was just infuriatingly hard to me and i'm just gonna like give y'all a little little fucking cheat code answer here for a couple of these when you play them because i know how hard they are um one was the neon sign oh my Time god yeah <laughs> timing the hotel sign perfectly um go right as that spark happens the second time and you'll actually nail that h it's really hard to do no matter what you feel like you will never get it i promise you will eventually mm -hmm. um and the second one was like the chain elevator puzzle with like the oh, box yeah. on it. That it's like it, too. yeah, those two puzzles are in the first hour of the game, but I will say like you will probably spend a good 15 minutes. So like on that chain elevator puzzle, pull the yeah. elevator, just letting you guys know. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that. So there you go. Yeah, and the the hotel sign one got me through a loop for a while too. I was really mad about it. Uh, oh man, it's it's a speed platforming game in a game that you're not supposed to be speedy at all. You know. Yeah. So like it was like a it was a, but like that that also shows that the game is capable of doing other things than just what it set out to do. And like there was a lot of of puzzles in it um, that were very unlike the game that you're playing all of a sudden with no context, which I thought was neat, but also made for a weird experience with like why is this here how what like what am i supposed to be doing it came out of nowhere mm -hmm. um which takes me to another point that i'd like to talk about with this game is that 
Uh, this might just be a gripe or this might just be something that I felt, but I feel like the game does get uh, progressively more detached from your character. Because when you start out, it, it feels very, um, to me, it felt very, I'm this kid, I'm trying to survive. And then I'm, I'm getting through all these, these, you know, this forest is scary forest with all these monsters and, and other kids and, uh, and other things. And then like, as you get later into the game, it turns into like, what feels like only puzzles all the time which like there were good puzzles but like it was a weird disconnect from the the humanity that you see in the forest you know what i mean or the lack of humanity that you see in the forest i would say yeah yeah like it 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 really does pull a little bit i guess like now that you kind of mentioned that yeah i can see that something that i i realized uh, when i was playing it that i've never gotten to like really talk about so i'm glad i got to that moment where i can i can talk about it now is that it's just like i felt way more connected in the first two hours of the game than i did in the last two hours of the game yeah like i said sometimes the journey doesn't feel right and actually like i will say like and according to that like i read a little bit on the bit more on the wiki page but during development like the the original guy he said some things went a lot more out of order than he expected like he wanted the spider in the first one in the first chapter to sometime either show up midway or at the end of the game and some things he wanted at the end of the game he wanted to show up more in the first part but he was kind of stepped aside for a lot of it so i think some things like you said when they felt a bit more detached i think it had to do with literally the development process of this game getting a bit more out of whack it 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 kind of got interesting reading there if i um i could read a little uh oh man i had a part highlighted about it but it's all good i i just remember reading about that and i thought it was pretty crazy that he didn't really have like that full control that he wanted to he still got away with a hell of a game but i think if it felt more inclined like you were saying it would have been much better yeah and and it is like still it's still a fucking phenomenal game but like i was just saying like uh emotionally because i feel like part of this game is the part of this game is the horror the humanity aspect and yeah. when you got into the when you play it started in the beginning it's like oh my god this is like kind of fucked up like and then towards the end it's like okay but i'm i'm in this factory just doing a lot of puzzles right yeah but then and then and then the ending super humanity so it's just like what this is so weird like it has like a lot of back and forth not that it was bad in any way i still loved the game itself but it's uh it was just a weird aspect that i uh had trouble with yeah yeah i definitely i get you i feel where you're coming from with that yeah um what else in the uh features of content did you want to talk about uh let's see here um i will say i know we've mentioned it before but like this game like the eerie feeling it gives off like um i know i talked about that a lot with the art style but it's more than the art style. It's more than the sound. It's more than just playing. It's every feeling combined in this game gives you that feeling. It's like it's like playing an actual Silent Hill m- movie. I mean, like game. You know, it's um, it's it's really it's it's wild in the feeling this game gives you. Like in a sense of dread, eeriness, like everything. Uh, take your antidepressants before playing this game. <laughs> I think, I think that uh, it's definitely it. It gives you a feeling that you don't get from any other game that I've I've played, especially especially a fucking platformer. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the kind of like it gives you like the kind of psychological vibe that like like you get from like uh like you were saying like Silent Hill or or like uh like Little Nightmares gave a similar vibe as well, but like it 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 was a lot. There's a lot more going on in Little Nightmares than in this game. Um, this game provides the same amount to me of of like context and humanity that Little Nightmares gives you, but in less, it, it gives you like less things overall. It's a lot simpler of a game. Yeah, this is definitely a pretty simple game, you know, in a sense. Um, it, it's got a lot 
like Sean said, a lot less going on, but it's one of those less is more kind of things, and it works mm-hmm. in the favor of this game, you know? It's minimal, but minimal in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think we covered all the features. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, like, it's it's a really short game to describe, you know? It's not one where we can deep dive, you know? It's not like you get, like, a million weapons in this game that we can talk <laughs> about, or you do some <laughs> crazy-ass platforming, or some crazy shit happens. But the experience you get of this game is worth its weight, you know? Yeah, it outweighs anything that I expected for a four-hour game that I happen to have in a library. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Definitely. Well, let's talk about the controls really quick. Uh, where's that button? Shit. Movement and controls. Uh, it, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's just uh, uh, your basic movement and controls. Uh, you know, you can jump, you can grab, you can move, and everything's based on physics and, and what you can do with your character. Based on his like tiny little body, right? Yeah, like um, it's really simple. I mean, if you play this on keyboard, it's literally W A S D and control. Like, there's there's no other buttons. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's space Mouse. jump. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I I played on controller, so I think I got it too. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just that A and B. So it's like the most simple. You know, you can play it on NES controller essentially. You know, um. But I think what it works well in its way is, yeah, like I said before, that feeling of being like eight years old and stuck in that kind of strength and build wise, like it's really cool. Yeah. And and also just uh, the thing that makes it feel more varied, because like you said, there's only a couple controls. I think that makes it feel more varied is the puzzles. The puzzles change. There's things in the puzzles that you have to realize and that you have to alternate or like, you know, uh, grab onto at the right times, move things at the right time, do weird things with with uh, life forms in the game. Like, there's there's a lot going on in the puzzles that make up for the, the fact that the game is so minimalistic. But at the same time, it doesn't affect the overall feeling that I got when I played it at all. Even though it was simple, it was simple because it was supposed to be and it was good. Yeah, like... It's really mind-boggling. Like, the simplicity of everything in this game, really, like, when we say less is more, it's crazy how much that fits in this kind of narrative, you know? Definitely. Well, let's move on to closing thoughts, then. Closing thoughts. Uh, You want to take it away with closing thoughts, or do you want me to? Um, why don't you go ahead, bro? <laughs> okay. Uh, where? What do you think about the replayability on this game, Tom? Um... I would maybe like play this probably again, you know, um, it's, it's a really cool experience in the gruesome deaths, you know, it, unlike the replayability of other games we've covered, you know, there's nothing different you're gonna see than you saw last time, you know, mm-hmm. like you might just remember a couple puzzles more, you know, but it's not one of those games you're going to like want to play over and over again. Like I said, it's an experience of a game but it's a really good experience of a game. So a hundred percent. I fully agree with that. I mean, I played it once through, I'd probably play it again. Um, maybe like, I, I'd probably wait like a year in between playing it a year or two, just so that maybe you forget a couple of the puzzles or something, but it's a really good game to play around, you know, this time of year, or if you're a streamer, this is a great game to play on stream. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a short game. And uh, if you want to play it like for Spooktober once a year, Hell yeah, I could totally see that. But uh, as for me, I only played it through once, uh, but I would play it again. Yeah, it's definitely worth the experience to play through once. I mean, right now, I know I didn't talk price, but you can get this game right, right now on Steam for like $2.50. Yeah, if you, if, you go through, if you go through our code in the show notes, you can get it for $2.03 through Humble Bundle. Damn, so <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a good-ass deal for the experience of this game right now. Like, exactly. I mean, whether you play it once or more times, like it, it's worth its weight, you know? I completely agree. What would you, what do you feel about a uh, fun factor on this game? Um, you, you know, there, there, there are times, like I said, this game gets frustrating, but I will say it's, it's more scary than fun. I, I do have fun playing this game, but I think the experience is like something different than fun. If that makes sense, you know, like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, how can you? I mean, I will put it on like an experience factor instead of a fun factor, if that makes sense. And experience yeah, do you, man. that's like a nine out of ten experience to play this game. Like, it's it's a fun factor. Like, you're gonna have like a great time playing this game, but the experience it gives you is something even more. Yeah, I uh, I had a lot of fun playing it as well. Um, I kind of roped them together, the experience and the fun for me personally. Um, yeah. So I, I'd give it a, I'd give it a nine for sure. It's definitely worth playing, and you're gonna have a blast doing it. So you should play it, and with you know the costs on it as well, like you're you're paying. I I see it on sale all the time, but even when it's not on sale, they can tell you like maybe seven dollars max. So you get four hours of of a really good experience with a lot of fun for like seven dollars definitely worth your time yeah yeah i will definitely say it's worth your time what was your like favorite part of this game though bro um honestly probably uh the the gruesome deaths were unique they were they were cool i liked watching them (laughs) yeah i would i would definitely have to agree that they get they get pretty fucked up you know like yeah you don't expect it because like you know usually companies like pull it because it's like oh it's a kid like we can't like be fucked up about it but like it's pretty fucked up like a lot of the time which i think was was cool it it was it was it was shocking it actually got me speechless in some parts so yeah they took a really gutsy kind of like approach you know i'm not sure what this game is like rated but you know I, i don't really feel like you know if you're kind of like maturity level is not there in this game you probably shouldn't be playing this game unless you're like probably around like i i give it to like 15 like i don't know why that feels like a number but i feel like before then you're just not maturity ready to like accept this game for what it is you know or if you're just like oversensitive that's another thing that uh i wouldn't want you to play this game if you're oversensitive because like you're gonna watch a kid die a lot a lot a like, lot yeah like, like I wasn't exaggerating when I say like 200 sometimes like it just like you're going to die like every 10 feet. Like this game is like it starts and you're just walking along and then suddenly a bear trap kills you. Like fucking yeah, it, it doesn't pull punches like at all. And it doesn't hold your hand which which is I appreciated. Um what what was you, was that your favorite part as well or did you have a different favorite part? Yeah, there? I'd have to agree with that. Like the way like kind of like I mean, seriously, you die a lot, but watching the way you die kind of makes up for the fact that you die a lot, if that makes sense, you know? Like, I mean, every single way you die is different, and it just adds to, like, kind of the overall art of this game, you know? I would just say, like, in of itself, I just love that this game is more, like, an art piece, almost, than it is, like, a game. Like, I think this would appeal to like not just the game community but in my community like the art community as a whole i think would love this experience you know and that's what's really cool yeah it's got really unique art 100 percent. i was trying to figure out um i thought i, I was I, I was pretty sure i had a death counter on when i played it so i was just watching a couple of videos back me playing it last year and I, I didn't see any but i guess i know i died at least like almost 100 times i would say minimum when i played it the first time yeah like you're gonna die you're gonna die a lot which almost ties into my not favorite part is like you're gonna get frustrated and die a lot (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know how that it works both ways like i said it makes up for it but at the same time when i've been doing the same puzzle over and over and over again and i know i'm gonna stumble like 10 feet later then Mm. i start to get frustrated i think that's my least favorite part there in a sense no i i totally understand what you're saying i think and i already said my least favorite but just i said it earlier in the episode uh the the last puzzle pissed me off for mm-hmm. way too long so much that i quit and had to come back the next day it's um, a really hard one honestly yeah yes. it's worth it it's worth it but like it was wild that uh i've never been so frustrated with one thing and then when i did it i was like Are you serious like i was so mad <laughs> so that's my least favorite uh is there any games that it reminds you of um, honestly, this gives me like, you know, nice inside kind of vibes, which you should watch Sean. He just streamed that, you know, I think I'm not done with it either. I think yeah. I have like three hours left. Yeah, I started it uh, literally yesterday, uh, Monday. 
So y'all should watch him play that shit because I'm stuck in it right now. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But it definitely gives off those nice inside vibes if you've ever played that, which honestly, you can bundle both of these games, I think, right now as well. So... Yeah, they're made by the same studio, um, actually, which is why they they're very similar games. Mm-hmm. Um, both you you play a child in a, a world where everything's pretty fucked up, and you're trying to get out of it, and it has different vibes. Like this is like an LA noir, or not, I don't want to say LA, like a noir esque graphics vibe, and the other one's like more dystopian. So it's it's good though. It's a really good game. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it a lot right now. Right. Yeah. What about you, bro? Uh, definitely little nightmares. Uh, I know we just talked about little nightmares on the podcast the other day, but mm. you you took inside. I mean, it's 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 directly like inside because they're both made by the same studio. But if I had to come up with one that was separated, definitely be little nightmares because, um, yeah, small child, dystopian world, uh, trying not to die, <laughs> dying a lot. Yeah, like it it definitely gives that vibe. You know, everything is more powerful. The world is kind of out to get you in both games, and you just. You got to use, you know, your mind over. Yeah. Yeah. It's very uh, puzzle platformer. Both of them are. So. Right. You'll enjoy, I think, any of those three games. Like they're all worth that kind of experience to play at least once, if not more. Definitely. And if you want to know about Little Nightmares, we did an episode on that. <laughs> it was last episode, episode 12. So yeah. go check that out as well. And and, and don't forget to rate five stars. Uh, how much would you recommend this game and who would you recommend it to? Um, I would just about recommend this game to like anyone. Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of worth the play. Like, I mean, as long as you have the mental state for it, I can't stress that enough. You need the mental state to play this game. Like, um, but like as just from like a game and artistic side of view, I can appreciate it so much in both regards that I think like anyone would get a hell of experience out of this game. Definitely. I think that uh, usually I, we say like, hey, uh, you know, some people might not like this game. Some people might, you know, if, if you like Call of Duty, you probably wouldn't like this game. But because it's only four hours and it's accessible and you can die your way through and it has such great art and it's such a good price. Like, it's literally for everyone. Play the game. Like, it's it's so good. And also buy it through Humble Bottle using our code. Thanks. <laughs> In the show notes, uh, we get a kickback from that and we, we appreciate it. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely one of those games that I think everyone should play. It's it's worth your time, and it's a lot of fun. So make sure to give it a go if you can. Uh, lastly, I just want to tell you guys that this game is available on every single platform you can think of. Uh, I'll just run through it real quick. Uh, every Xbox, every PlayStation, all Windows, uh, Mac, Linux, fucking nintendo switch it's even available on ios and android there's mobile ports for this game um and i have heard that it is the exact same game on the mobile ports i i know someone that played it and said that it was exactly the same so if you're interested in trying it you literally have no excuse not to it's a lot of fun and you you should um with that being said we totally didn't come up with the game to talk about next week because we're bad at this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i've been really busy and so it's tough so um with something i think this is gonna be our last one for spooktober though and we we covered a lot of spooky games so we'll probably go back to covering i mean maybe next game maybe next game won't be spooky in other words <laughs> right we don't know what it'll be will it be spooky will it not be spooky will it be um a go-kart platformer who knows what it's gonna be <laughs> speaking of go-kart platformers if you have one let us know because that sounds bitching <laughs> right i, could, I play it <laughs> i i probably i actually probably play that uh definitely but uh, if you're a developer that wants to talk to us about your indie game, you can send us an email to blogbrospodcast at gmail.com. That's blogbrospodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and also, if you have any games you want us to talk about, you don't have to be a developer to talk to us. You can also talk to us on all social medias. It's blogbrospodcast. Um, also, if you're listening to this on Apple, please make sure to rate us five stars. It does help with the algorithm and getting us out there. Um, I do see that we only have one rating on there, so I'd really appreciate it if you could. Rate us on Spotify, too. Uh Block Post Podcast streams live to Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube every Tuesday evening at around 10.30 Central Standard Time. So if you want to see our ugly faces or the game that we pl- are watching right now, please come on by and say hey. Uh, otherwise, you can catch us on every single platform where you get your podcast. The opening music is 8-Bit Fun by the Heatley Bros. And Tom, if they want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? 
Uh, you can find me at Ticking Time Tom as my basically gamer anything, or you can find me at Tom Dyker's Tattoos for all my social handles, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Nice. And he will have his link in the show notes this time in a link tree. I'm making him do it. <laughs> and uh, you can find me everywhere. Sean is a ginger. That's S-E-A-N is a ginger. All one word. Uh, I stream every Wednesday and Thursday to Twitch. I'll probably be upping that soon as I do it full time again. Uh, but I stream between usually 8 and 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. I might start adding day streams. I don't know yet. I also make, plat- I also make content on every single platform under the same name. Sean is a ginger. It's usually uh just gaming stuff or stupid stuff i think it's funny uh we also make content under block rose podcast on every single platform it's it's just like reels and tiktoks and facebooks and shorts and stuff so if you like that kind of stuff and you want to see short form content of our stuff as well you can find us there um and as always guys block rose podcast is a lost cause media production and we will see you next week bye bye Lost Cause Media.